Hello everyone. I'm back after a longer break as usual, trying to figure out a few things in my life, taking care of my novel still. I'm currently writing the lore of my my little uh, universe, if you will, my fantasy universe, to give every character not only some kind of pseudo-backstory, but also to establish the rules of the world itself and what it's based on, its religion, the people, history, and and so forth, uh, which is kind of fun to do, actually. I, I have so many ideas I can pack into that. I'm not sure if everything is going to make it in, inside the book, but, you know, it doesn't have to be. I think the basics need to be there in order, in order to make the story interesting and hopefully readable to some. Um, aside from that, I was trying to figure out, uh, in, in case you have uh, paid attention to my last podcast and maybe a few before that, there is a guy, his name is Mike, right? And his life got completely turned upside down because his his wife um, is not exactly the most positive person on the planet. She's a very diehard uh, Christian or creationist, I should... Creation, creationist, I'm sorry, I should say. Uh, she's not a woman that can be trusted, first of all. And she manipulated him for quite some time now. Uh, and, well, I've been trying to get some, some, some more information on the guy, what he's doing, if he's currently home or not. And uh, to my surprise, I did get uh, an answer from him uh, because he's, when it comes to communication, he's extremely unreliable. And you have to pull every, every inch of information out of him somehow. You got to squeeze it out of him or punch it out of him. Um, like I said, he's a nice guy, but he's not exactly the brightest candle on any cake. Um, uh, needless uh, to say, I think he doesn't deserve the kind of life he has right now. The, uh, let's say, the, the betrayal of his wife, as I'd like to call it. Uh, by pushing him into some kind of Christian corner that he doesn't want to be in. And then, uh, you know, he tries to give in and does whatever she she says in order to keep the family peace alive. But it doesn't work out for him. He's still unhappy. Well, surprisingly so, you know. Um, he moved out. That's the last thing I knew. And then I established, finally, some some form of contact to him. We texted back and forth for a while. Uh, he's currently lying in a hospital, which is kind of <laughs> a surprise. Um, he has um, a torn hernia, I think it's called, right? It's when you have abdominal pain, the tissue breaks, if I'm not completely mistaken with the description, because I had one. Oops, what was that? I still have too much cable here. Fucking A, what am I doing? Never mind. Never mind, I'm back. Uh, <clears throat> um, he has abdominal pain, or had abdominal pain. Needed surgery, otherwise his, uh, his guts would fall out, you know. I mean, not like the stomach is completely open, but the tissue underneath your belly is so thin, with us men anyway, at least most men. After a while, it starts to tear up or being um, just thinned over the, over the years. It gets 
it's gets it gets it gets weaker it starts breaking it starts tearing up and your your guts fall out and i think it's called hernia um if not you can correct me anytime just send me a message <laughs> i'm fine send me a message over instagram you can find me there and tell me that i'm wrong i'm going to correct that with the next podcast if necessary but i don't think anyone cares because no one really listens to what i say anyway um he has been lying in hospital for a week now because his um his blood report was kind of negative to the doctors and they said they'd like to keep an eye on him just in case uh nothing you know something goes wrong and he starts fainting or i don't know becomes unconscious for some reason or has other problems but the operation was a success, of course. It's um, it's a routine operation. They do this shit every day, almost. It's you know, it, it's nothing special. It's very un- unpleasant at times, but it's nothing special medically. So he's doing fine for now. But he also told me that he has lost his job uh, f- three or two months ago, and he was dealing with hardware in a company. Uh, with hardware components. I'm not sure exactly what he did. Like I said, he's a bit scarce when it comes to information. You have to punch it out of him or something. But he told me that his his boss was unpleased with his, or, you know, displeased, disappointed, if you will, with his performance. I'm not sure exactly why. And he claims he doesn't know either, but he knows that his boss claimed that he did not do his job. And he proved that the job, whatever it was, was done multiple times. And he said, you know, the boss said, if you don't do your work properly, I'm going to fire you. Mike went to a lawyer, sued the company. Of course, the aftermath was they let him go, but he did get his payment. I'm not sure if he gains anything else from it. That was, like I said, a couple of months ago. So he's unemployed at the moment. Still looking for a job, which he can forget, because with his current condition, he can't do much, right? He's, a, he's not allowed to lift anything. He's not allowed to do anything complicated or uh, heavy work, heavy labor of any kind is a no-go. He should stay home for a couple of weeks and just let it heal properly. And uh, hopefully he's going to come home right now actually maybe today or tomorrow and maybe if i'm lucky i can get him on the phone we can start talking properly you know i'd like to get more information on 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 this 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 strange wife that he has i'd like to know everything i'd like to know how how it started how they got together where they met how they met and then you know make some notes and tell you guys about it um i'm sure he doesn't mind mike is He's cool with this kind of shit, <laughs> at least for the most part. He's not cool currently being in a situation where, you know, um, his wife is using his kids against him, like I said. She was, she, his wife is so brutal, so violent in, in, in verbal terms that she teaches her children that my misery comes only from your father. You know, it's, it's his responsibility, it's his fault. I hate people like that. I really do. I have no respect for these guys. In case you're wondering, I'm drinking something in the background. And no, it's not alcohol. I I drank a bit too much lately. I have to get a grip on that stuff, I guess. Um, I'm drinking a tea. Some kind of Christmas tea. Like 
fruity and, and spicy with a cinnamon taste. Kind of nice. I, I do like stuff like that. Um, it currently, this, this podcast is not going to be anything special today. It's not about a specific topic. I have no news on, oh, there is a message. Isn't that nice? Who wrote me this time? You're currently live with me. Oh, we're, it's Mike. I can't believe he wrote me. Jesus God almighty. Just give me a second to read this. Yeah, okay. Just, uh, I, I hit the pause button. There was a short break. I should maybe mix some music in there just for, for your entertainment that you know I'm doing something. Um, Mike is still in the hospital. Unbelievable. They, uh, the doctors are not letting go of him. He doesn't understand why. There is still another meeting going on with the uh, the the the, uh, the highest doctor in the group deciding if he stays or if he goes. And I have no idea what he has, and he's currently in the dark as well. Sounds weird, if you ask me. I hope it's nothing, um, you know, nothing severe, nothing that really tears him apart. Um, I guess he's going to hang in there for a couple more more hours until he gets an answer. Um, in the meantime, something else happened, which I'd like to talk about. Um, I have, uh, I, I'd like to say a lifelong friend, but I don't. The longest, sorry, that's, I, I, I don't know how to shut this off. It's just the WhatsApp application in the background. And I guess uh, he's still giving me some information about what he's what he's doing at the moment. Just ignore that. Um my um my best buddy in the world actually is i have two friends uh who are the most trustworthy uh of of all people that i know uh, one of them is the uh the greek personality her name is mirto and she's uh, uh i met her through counter strike four years ago we started talking and i've actually flew over there to say hi uh she's a stunning stunning human being one of the most positive people i've ever met the kindest people i've ever met and trustworthy and i i really am glad that i found someone like that outside of germany so i can probably if i play my cards right and i can finance it maybe somehow i'm gonna leave someday uh maybe before i retire to uh to athens most likely i don't think i don't see myself being really in asia i mean i can go to asia i still have some family connection over there in taiwan i love taiwan but you know it's it's very difficult for a foreigner like me to actually um get a place there or find a home and a job and stuff like that. In Athens, it's even, I think, more complicated, but the prices to rent a place, a halfway decent apartment, that's something I could do with my retirement money. I can't do that in Germany, which is unfortunate, but on the other hand, you know, I hate this country. Why would I stay here? Of course, you got nice people here, but uh, you got to look for them, right? It's not that easy. We can talk about German culture some other time. I've heard that lots of foreigners love Germany for the for their politeness. Well, the, most of them are polite to foreigners. They're not polite to their own people. <laughs> that seems to be the case. 
you know, maybe I'm over-exaggerating this because I've made lots of negative experiences here. But overall, I think I have a trick or two how to communicate with people properly to, uh, to, to, to just lay low, you know, not being uh, too provocative or anything like that. I can deal with most people on the street. It doesn't mean that I want to be their friend. That's a different story anyway. But uh, the other lifelong friend, uh, not lifelong, sorry, my actual German best friend just lives, uh, since I moved here in this, this new town, he just lives uh, like across the other block from me. It's like a five-minute walk and I'm there. And uh, we've been working for the same company. I have a day job in a, uh, in a logistic kind of facility. I don't want to go into detail. It's no one's business. But we, uh, we met there. You know, he taught me specific things in the job. He started working there maybe two months or three months before me. And after a while, we became friends. And he's a very complicated guy. Let me tell you that much. He's, he's, uh, I talked about him before. Because in a specific area in my lifetime, when I depended on him to help me with something specific that I wanted to do, he let me down. And I was very angry at him for that. And I don't think I have forgive. I've, I've, uh, I forgave him for that. Uh, I don't think I have to because it's something that he cannot learn, unfortunately. And currently there is a bit more going on with him. He lost his job at the day. At his 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 day job, no, he's that's his main job. Um, he was in a higher position than I am currently, and he had he he was in charge of a department, let's say, okay, um, not the boss of all bosses. He was just in charge of a specific department and in charge of specific tasks and projects. And from what I know, he did these projects just fine. What he didn't do very well was dealing with people on a social level. And I think that backfired finally because he lost his job. Um, and that hit him pretty hard, right? Um, it's, I mean, no one here in, in Germany, at least not really anybody, knows that I'm doing this podcast. Uh, no one of my coworkers because they don't care, you know. They 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 bullshit me anyway. You know, it's like I don't have real friends in the company. I have people I can deal with, people who are kind of friendly, people I have uh, maybe some social social contact in my private life, especially when it comes to playing video games, for example, and stuff like that, which I occasionally still do, but not as much as I did before. Thank God for that, and. Um, my closest friend here for 13 years has been this guy who got fired, right? Um, I don't want to say his name for, uh, for privacy reasons. I don't care about um, the story about Mike because that has no, no connection and no, uh, let's say, no, ima- no emotional value here. At least not to me, and there's nothing that I would spill that would hurt him or endanger his existence. But with the other guy, that's a bit more tricky, you know. Um, it what my problem here is that I knew this would happen. Okay, I was the only one who could tell him into his face that he was behaving like an asshole, 
like a complete jerk and dickhead. And he didn't understand that at all. Okay, he's like a narcissist. Not a full-fledged narcissist, but to some degree a narcissist. Especially when he loses patience, he becomes this narcissistic prick. And he can be like a real asshole. But now he's like, you know, he, he was, before he got fired, he was floating on on like like a cloud in, like cloud number nine, thinking nothing can touch him, nothing can harm him. But there came something, like some sort of evaluation of his work, you know, if it was good for the company or not. And I think they gave him a ticket by saying, uh, your turn will be soon, or if you don't change, you will be fired, something like that. And I think uh, he got the message way too late. They let him go because he was not capable of doing his job properly, at least not professionally. Uh, not especially, you know, dealing with people. That's the case here. At least as far as I know, I don't have any facts on it, but I know him long enough to know that that is one of the issues. He never treats me like that, at least not, not in the same degree, thankfully. And we try to keep uh, private life and profession separate uh, so that it doesn't mix too much. We can do something in our private lives and talk about life and death, right? about the things that bother us, things that we love, hobbies, movies, uh, video games, not so much, but mostly the comic book world, the pop culture, and the social decay that we both find so fascinating and annoying at the same time. That is something we can actually identify with, you know. We see eye to eye in that matter. But uh, the job, well, that's now history. And he got fired just a couple of days ago. And last week, when I heard that the first time, I was devastated. Um, even though I knew it would happen, you know. I told him many times, as a friend, because I do care about him. Um, even if he's complicated and he has e e extreme, extreme issues with people overall. Um, uh, he's, he's like, I see him like my brother nowadays, you know. And I got, I was really sad when I heard that it actually did happen, that he, he was let go. And uh, I was emotionally in a place where I didn't expect I would be because I know I'm still friends with him. My friendship is not going to die just because uh, he lost his job. But it was fun to have him at work because I had a different relationship with him than any, anyone else in the company. We could joke around, we could fool around. We could talk openly about stuff that was important and not important. We could talk about the job for five minutes, and then we sat maybe in the in, in the canteen, drank a cup of coffee, and talked about life. You know, it was good to have a friend at work, someone I was close to. I don't have that anymore. Now I feel kind of lost in the company. I still like my job, which is uh, a surprise, because <laughs> I have one of the most coolest jobs in the company, but it's still, you know... it. I feel empty. I don't have the same connection to anyone else in there than I do with him. Um, I have a good, solid connection to most of my coworkers. We have a great chemistry, and I enjoy that. We have partially private contact to some degree, but it's not the same. I can never compare that to to him, to what I have with him, at least what I had up, up until now, let's say. And um, I got really depressed for a day or two where I thought, you know, it's just 
it's it's never going to be the same again, you know. And I have no idea where my future is going to. I I hope I can still stay focused on the most important things in my life, which are still the projects I do. And let's see what happens afterwards. And the other bad news was from a colleague of mine from work, uh, one of the nicest people I know, but I. I, I can't really t- see him as a friend because we have no private contact, almost no contact. The highest thing that we did was uh, go together to a movie to watch, uh, I think it was Monty Python. Monty Python? What What's what the name of those guys? The Life of Brian, this old classic, was running in theaters a couple of years ago and I was still together with my ex-girlfriend back then. And we went to see that movie uh, like we were uh, two couples, him, him, and uh, and his 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 uh, one of his best buddies, uh, me and my my ex girlfriend, and we were sitting there laughing our asses off because the movie is still great after all these years. We also uh, watched, I think, once a horror film. Maybe I don't really remember exactly what it was. Batman versus Superman, which was kind of a letdown. But anyway, I spent some time with him watching movies. Then it became a bit more more quiet because um, uh, he he had a girlfriend uh, who was suffering from, unfortunately, cancer. And she was fighting for a very, very long time. And I heard last week that she unfortunately died. So that was the next low blow from uh, for for many people. But even in this situation, I have to say... Uh, I, I liked that woman. I, I knew her to some degree, just a little bit. And she was fantastic, believe me. She was a bright light because uh, just friendly to everyone, you know. Uh, beautiful smile, laughing uh, from like really loud, not too loud, but there is this happy giggling that some people do out of their, their belly if they laugh like that. And she could laugh like, like that. If she would laugh, you would forget your sorrow or anything that was bugging you in that moment, that was the impact that she had on people around her, which is tremendously fabulous. And it's also very, very sad and tragic that she had to go like this. But I, I had no private contact to her, not even to, to him very much, just maybe via email once or twice. And he's uh, socially a bit awkward, but he's a very nice guy. And he took care of her to the best of his abilities, with all his heart. He stayed with her till the very end. And it's an unbelievable tragic moment. It's something I never experienced in this regard. And I feel like I'm more on the outside on this topic than I've ever been with anything else. When the time is right, I was thinking about maybe drawing or painting a portrait of her giving that as my sign of condolences and respect to him in case he, if in case he wants it you know if i very often i have to say i don't know if this is the best gesture to do because going over there to the funeral for example i never had any information about that stuff it just went beside me or over my head no one talked to me really about it except for the fact that she is actually gone so i can't participate in that it's all too late now so I, I thought, well, what should I do? Is there something I should do? 
which gesture would be the the, the most positive one or most respectful one uh, to him? And I got to be honest, I am I, I struggle with this kind of thing because I'm not very good with the topic death. Okay. It's not like I fear death very much. Uh, the only person I feared losing is my father. Everyone else is like, yeah, it can't hurt me. Of course it can. But the level of importance is still different for me emotionally. If, I know it sounds cold when I say that, but it's just true. And I can't change anything about that. It's just the way I feel. It doesn't mean that the people were not important or anything like that. Of course not. But... You know, it's 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 a different kind of, of issue for me in my head. Um, I did respect her a lot. She was she also worked for the same company. Actually, she was she was brilliant with what she did. She was uh, like a total pro uh, in 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 her job. No one else could do the job better than her. But well, you know, life is tough. Life is full of surprises and unpleasant surprises. And she got unfortunately very ill. So, uh, there's unfortunately really nothing anyone could have done. She was fighting the game as long as she could, but there was nothing that she could do. It's like the same story with uh, the artist Stu Jenks that I was following for so long and had uh, some, some contact with him, bought material from the guy. He also died recently on October 17th, and it, uh, that was also a, a very uh, tough thing for me, at least to some degree, because I admired the man. You know, I, I really did. I never met him. I never shook his hand, unfortunately. It's a bit difficult when you live abroad, you know, in a different country and, and all that. But I, I knew there was no friendship between us. I admired him for his work and I respected him for that. And that was okay, you know. With this uh, Greek lady, uh, the Mirto, she's she's a fantastic person, and I really, if something would have happened to her, I would feel really shitty about that. That would hurt me quite a lot. So, um, yeah, it's it's. I try to work in my life like a computer. I have various categories. I put stuff here. I put stuff there. Uh, this topic is more emotional, uh, terrible for me, and more intense has more meaning than something else, for example. I can't feel the same way for everyone. I think most people can't. But you can show respect, at least. And that's one thing I'd like to do for this little guy here who has lost his love. So um, I'm I'm thinking about that. I'm going to have to prepare my workspace here. I have a drawing table behind me and lots of paper. I think I could, I could try a few things, maybe with acrylic colors, or uh, other forms of uh, coloration to match her personality somehow, you know, to capture the essence of her smile. I think I saw a, a picture of her somewhere online, uh, remembering her, if you will. And I could maybe use that as a, as a basis and try to do something nice for a change, you know. Let's see how that goes, okay? And in good time, when when he's back at work and I see him maybe walking around somewhere, I could uh, maybe sp snuggle this drawing past him or send it to his home or something. I haven't. I don't have his address. He's <laughs> he's, he's very very weird. He doesn't he doesn't want to give me his address. So whatever you know. 
I guess I'll find a way. Um, I did the same, by the way. I did the same for, you know, the guy I, I called or gave him the name Bobo for the sake of this conversation here. His uh, the the mother of his girlfriend died, I think. Oh, let me let me guess. I think two years ago or one and a half years ago. I'm not quite sure. I have um, I have a bad memory about that stuff, but I I felt touched by the whole thing. Uh, saddened by her loss. Uh, I, I've met the woman. I knew who she was. Um, I had respect for her as well. I don't know exactly what her personality was like, but she, it was nice to be around her. She was a very, very pleasant lady. And when she died, I felt horrible. And I had no idea when the funeral was or anything like that. I wasn't invited either. So, you know, it's it's, it's not like it was official for everyone. It was like a very personal thing for her for for his his for Bobo's girlfriend. So I did the uh I did a, a portrait uh based on 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 a photograph I had. I asked him specifically if he could give me a picture of her. I'd like to try something in order to you know uh respect her memory and legacy somehow. So I did a portrait and it, the portrait turned out to be quite good. I don't want to flatter myself too much, but I was surprised that it actually worked and I could recognize the person very well. And I thought, okay, this is fine. I could leave it the way it is, add some color to it with chalk and do some experiments with that. And that picture actually landed uh, in her possession and is hanging on the wall. I'd like to show it to you. But, you know, I asked if I could actually use that picture as a reference for my online presence, like an Instagram or something like that. And she refused, and she would like to keep that private. So I can only talk about it. I cannot show you the uh, the result. So bear with me on that. If the other drawing works out, I will show you that result. We could talk about artwork some more. So these are the most negative news as of now. It's not it's not a very pleasant week. The weather is nasty. People have lost someone they love, people have lost their jobs. Uh, it's, a, it's a weird time right now. I, I'm thankful that I still have mine and I can pay the bills. So that's, that's fine. Health-wise, I'm doing okay. So I have nothing to, to complain about aside from the fact that, that the stock market is annoying and I just cannot get any money out of the fucking thing. I'm not good at that. Uh, I have to still practice, I guess. What else is new? Oh, yeah. Peter Gabriel has released his final song of the album I.O. I'll come back to to Peter's work uh, maybe sooner than later. I'd like to finish that topic uh, by the end of the year. And um, I got to say, I am very, very, very positively surprised overall about the entire album. And I'd like to dive deeper into some tracks that have been recently uh, published, stuff that I heard live from the concert, and uh, give you my overall impression on the album. I think it's it's a stunning piece of work. It's very emotional. It's very thoughtful uh, with, uh, like, show, giving you the mirror of your existence in reflection of time, the role we play in the universe and on Earth, uh, how we treat each other, of course, 
and you know social issues like uh, in the song uh, the court or four kinds of horses um it's this is a very well thought through album for me personally it's very emotional and as i think it's on par to the us album which is my personal absolute favorite i think from any album out there from anyone the us album is my number one that's like the tombstone for me on my grave okay and uh, the Up album was fascinating, but it wasn't as impactful as the Us album, not as emotional either, even though the topics were very dark and deep. Uh, lots of these topics were about death, for example, the uh, outstanding song, I Grieve. But this album here is like, it, it, it shows that he was thinking a lot about the meaning of life, the meaning of life as a whole, uh, life on earth, uh, time, death somewhere in between that of course and relationship love um it, there's a lot of that stuff in there and it's like he's he has looked past his whole life and sat down for a, a couple of times in in the past 20 years when making the album and probably thinking about the things that went wrong things that went well things he learned uh, the way he perceives life and time and changes and I think the whole album is like a homage to life itself, to some degree anyway. And um, it's absolutely fascinating what he did there. And I hope that he continues to do that. I hope that he doesn't settle down and, and you know, gets back to his gardening self and enjoys artwork, paint, music of other people, the real world records and uh, just call it a day. I don't really want him to do that. No fan wants him to do that. He needs to be out there. Of course, he's older. He's, uh, God damn it, he's, he's going to be uh, 74 next year. Soon, actually, in February 13th. That's his, his birthday. So, um, man, 74. You know, it's, it's, I wish him just the absolute best when it comes to health and happiness, of, of course I do, you know. Um, but he has still so much up his sleeves, and if his his brain is not giving out, and he has still lots of creativity left, I think he cannot be pulled away from the keyboard that fast. It could be possible that we're going to hear some more songs of the old master. And, uh, I mean, why should he stop, right? There's... Like I said, there's so much juice in the man left. So much energy, so much imagination, creativity, uh, messages and topics that he can pick apart and present however he wants to. Maybe he's going to go on tour even another time. Who knows? If that is the case, I will be there. I will spend that money gladly on that experience because I just need to do that. And it's going to be something like a VIP ticket next time as well, even though it's expensive, but fuck it. How many more times can I actually see the guy? You know, I'd like, maybe uh, I'd like to have a catering VIP next time if I can manage to find one. And if that's not the case, I'm going to go see uh, maybe bands like London Grammar. I'd like to see those guys live and hear them. Because their music is just outstanding, and the way she sings is just... I forgot her name, I have to look that up, but the, the lead singer is just... Uh, she has a magnificent presence on stage. 
I'd like to see that, you know. Maybe f to some degree I'd like to see uh, Fever Ray, probably live. But I think the audience might be a bit weird. I'm not sure if I would fit in there. Um, I have to think about that. Then there's, of course, the uh, French pioneer in electronic music, Jean-Michel Jarre. He is fantastic. He has magnificent laser light shows uh, when he's on tour. I'd like to see that once in my life, at least before, before I kick the bucket. So, you know, I have things I'd like to experience. Uh, other artists I'd like to see. So why not? You know, there's a lot to do out there. If I do, I'll keep you informed in case anyone is listening. Well, until then, right now there's not really much news. I have a, f a little bit of artwork coming my way uh, in the next few weeks, I think. Um, my client from Switzerland needs more material. We talked about, or client, it, it sounds bad when I say it, he's actually a friend now. But we talked about things we would like to try with the characters that we created. And um, there's more uh, coming in that direction. I love the idea. I think we should do this as soon as possible. Uh, it's going to be a multiple comic page project for the website, for his website. We're not talking like comic book material with 20, 30 pages. Of course, it's going to be smaller, but it's like just a handful of pages uh, dealing with, uh, with uh, uh, some kind of adventurous route through America, sightseeing, uh, showing off America's beauty, and uh, like, you know, the the the, uh, uh, the Statue of Liberty, for example, or the Rocky Mountains, if you will. Uh, maybe somewhere down Mississippi, uh, Texas, and all these beautiful places. Route 66, you know, Las Vegas. Show a few things of that. Uh, you know, every page a different topic from America, but just introducing America as an adventure for tourism or maybe even a place to live. Who knows? Anyway, um, that's all I have for today. I just needed to talk about this stuff. It feels like it feels like it's the right thing to do. You know, about my pal though, he's. Um, I'm going to see him in the next few days and see how he's doing, what he's currently up to, and what his plans are for the future. Um, let's see how that goes. I don't think I'm going to talk about that too much, but um, my current emotional status was, I think, more important to clarify that. Um, I'm going to go back into the kitchen and cook something. Uh, I guess for the rest of the night I'm going to write more uh, material for my book and I guess I'm going to keep doing that for the rest of the week and you guys whoever is out there uh, try to take care of yourself as good as you can ignore the bad women try to find the good ones if you can believe me it's, it's a tough one at least here in Germany it is I wish you guys all the best. Stay happy, stay fresh, stay focused, as I always say. And <clears throat> see you next time. Take care and bye-bye.